Lord God, Father, heaven bless you once again for another evening. Father, pray right now that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit. Cause us to be still. To be quiet. To listen. And to obey. As we read your word. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen. I want to invite you to turn over to the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 14. We'll be looking at Joshua chapter 14 tonight. There are two sections in Joshua chapter 14. The first section deals with the division of the land west of the Jordan. The second section deals with Hebron given to Caleb. This is the word of God. I want to invite you to read along. And I pray that God blesses you as we read. Now, these are the areas, the areas that, the areas that Israelites received as an inheritance in the land of Canaan, which Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the heads of the tribal clans of Israel allotted to them. Their inheritance were assigned by lot to the nine and a half tribes as the Lord had commanded through Moses. Moses had granted the two and a half tribes their inheritance east of the Jordan, but had not granted the Levites an inheritance among the rest. For the sons of Joshua, or Joseph, had become two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. The Levites received no share of the land, but only towns to live in with pasture lands for their flocks and herds. So the Israelites divided the land just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And we need to understand that in this particular section where it talks about the division of the land, this was fulfilled in their presence because God had promised this had promised them to do this for them, for the Levites especially. He had promised them that they would receive a certain share of the land, but only towns to live in. It would not be an inheritance that would be perpetual, that would last as long as they they would be in the land, simply because the Lord their God is their perpetual inheritance, and he would belong to them. longer than uh, the people would be uh, who had received um, longer than the people the land that the people would receive so anyways God is just doing what he had promised them to do and this should be uh, encouraging to us we should be encouraged by this because God he promises us an eternal land too an eternal and eternal rest a rest that will be with him. God, our Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's what we look forward to as well. We look forward to a, a land, a new heavens and a new earth combined that the New Testament speaks about. 
We look for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ when he too will divide up the new heavens and the new earth and we will, we will get our share in, in this, this, this division and in this new land. Amen? I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about, you know, ever since the fall, basically what had occurred was a division of the, the inheritance of the kingdom of God. There's been a division. There actually are two kingdoms in this earth uh, created from one kingdom. The first kingdom, Adam and Eve, if you recall, in the book of Genesis, were the uh, inhabitants of that, that, that first kingdom. But when they disobeyed God, they lost they, they they lost they they lost sort of the um how can I describe it? Um they basically lost the inheritance to the to the to the eternal kingdom which God was creating. That's really what God reason well, that was one of the reasons why God had placed them there to create a eternal kingdom and that they would receive an eternal inheritance. So the kingdom he divided it. He divided the kingdom. And in the first kingdom, Jesus actually is what the Bible the, the, is, the, is the king, the ruler in the first kingdom. It talks about that, the seed of the woman. Jesus is that, that, that seed. And then you have the second kingdom, which actually is um, ruled by Satan. So those, there are two kingdoms in that sense. And out of out of the kingdom, out of the kingdom of Satan, God would um, basically deliver a people, and He would make them His own. And that's really what we're seeing here. These people that God is dealing with right now were part of the kingdom of heaven. I mean, um, Satan, I'm sorry. And God basically delivered them. And he's, he's, he's basically, he's courting them. You could think of it like that. You could think of, you know, basically what we're seeing here, we're seeing God courting, dating, we would say today, a people to make, make them his own. That's right. And so, you know, part of dating, um, girls, you probably, I mean, you probably have experienced this, some of you. Um, the male, he basically, during the dating process, he makes promises to you <laughs> of all kinds. Oftentimes, I, you know, I laugh, I kind of chuckle because I fall into this category too. I've made promises and... I didn't keep them oftentimes. That's the bad thing about it. That's the bad thing about dating. We make a lot of promises that really we can't keep. But listen, this is the good news. God, the Father, when He makes a promise, He makes a promise that He can keep. And He, he plans to keep and He will keep. So you need to understand what's going on here. 
basically what we're, what we're what we're seeing here in this particular chapter is we're seeing God actually courting his people and making good on his promises. And that's the good news. That God, the Lord, he is faithful in his his promises. Fulfilling his promises, I should say. Verse 6. Now the men of Judah approached Joshua at Gilgal, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God at Kadesh Barnea, about you and me? I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land. And I brought him back a report according to my convictions. Notice that according to my convictions, he brought him back. But my brothers who sent, who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt with fear. I, however, followed the Lord, my God, wholeheartedly. So on the day Moses wrote, on the day that Moses wrote, But my brothers who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt with fear. I, however, followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. So on the day Moses swore to me, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance and that of your children forever. Because you have followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. Now, then, just as the Lord promised, he has kept me alive for 40 years since the time he said this to Moses. While Israel moved about in the desert. So here I am today, 85 years old. I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself heard then that the Anakites were there and their cities were large and fortified. But the Lord helped me, the Lord helping me, I will drive them out just as he said. Then Joshua blessed Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and gave him Hebron as his inheritance. So Hebron has belonged to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, ever since. Because he followed the Lord, the God of Israel, wholeheartedly. Hebron used to be called Kirath Arba, after Arba, who was the greatest man among the Anakites. Then the land had rest from war. Amen. Lord our God is faithful 
in all that he sets out to do. His plan, he will follow through and make sure that it comes to his full fruition, his full his fullest height. He will complete all that he has purpose to do from all eternity. I am so glad and so thankful that I know this God. I'm so glad and I'm so thankful that I don't have to feel alone. As often, you know, there are times I do feel alone, but, I, you know, when I think about God and I think about what he, he can do and what he plans to do with me, and with all those who believe in Christ Jesus, it gives me hope. I was sharing with a guy today at the gym. You know, Jim, you know, he asked me how I'm doing, like he normally does. I said, well, I'm doing okay, Jim. I'm learning to accept that this life is not perfect. And I really meant that. I really meant that. This life is not perfect. And I, I'm i not perfect. And I shouldn't expect for others to be perfect. But I'm so often people let me down. And it gets tough. Especially when my own family members let me down. It gets tougher when I can't depend on my own family members to be there for me and to be there with me. There are times I want to quit. But then God, He comes in in His faithfulness and even now, I'm so glad that He's here. I know He's here with me and He loves me and He cares for me and He's going to bring me through. It's bow, eyes closed. Let's pray. Oh God, thank you once again for another day. Yes. This is good. Thank you, in Jesus' name. Amen.